Welcome to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. My name is Sandra, and I'm the virtual mom bestie you didn't know you needed. Grab a cup, make yourself comfortable, and allow me to spill the tea on motherhood. Welcome back to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. Today, I am going to chat with you all about mom guilt, what it is, what some very common examples are, and how we can better navigate it and possibly, maybe, somehow, try to eliminate it. Probably not really possible, like 100%, but maybe we can um, find a way to navigate it better and eliminate some of the unnecessary mom guilt that we all feel. And I want to start by telling you that, yes, we all feel some degree of mom guilt. You are not alone in that experience. So let's dive in. Okay, I'm going to start with a definition that I found online about what mom guilt is. So mom guilt is the feeling or worry that you should be doing more, or that you're not a good enough mom. Mom guilt can spring out of comparison, the feelings of inadequacy that creep in when you see other moms doing crafts with their kids while yours are glued to the iPad, as an example. It can also be rooted in the type of parent you want to be. It's the doubt that crops up when you drop your kids off at daycare every morning, or the longing to be more present instead of always finishing up a work project. Okay, so that's not like a Merriam-Webster definition. (laughs) Um, This is just from one article that I found. But that kind of gives you an idea of what mom guilt is. So I want to start by giving you a couple of recent examples of things that have caused guilt for me personally just these like little moments that like this pang of like, oh my gosh, should I be doing something different in this scenario? Like, am I paying enough attention to my child? Am I present enough? So let me give you a couple of examples. So my husband plays basketball Sunday mornings and he is gone for approximately three hours between his long drive and playing. So I am momming on my own Sunday mornings, pretty much every Sunday. So Saturday mornings is where I can squeeze in a little bit of whatever I want to do. Most of the time, I don't. I just hang out with my husband and my two and a half year old. Um, But like recently, I've been back into working out, (laughs) thankfully, because I took like a year and a half hiatus from moving my body. (laughs) And it has caught up to me. I am heavier than I have ever been besides pregnancy. So it's very good that I'm working out, prioritizing movement, doing something good to nourish myself, right? So this is a positive thing I do. And me filling my own cup, like I always say, is such a good thing. It's not selfish. Like self-care is not selfish. You have to also take time to prioritize yourself to fill your cup 
so that when you come back to mom life, you can pour more into their cup, into your partner's cup, into your children's cups, right? Okay, so Saturday morning, I went to the little gym in our neighborhood, did a quick workout, come back home. I mean, like I'm gone for like 30 minutes, okay? Come home, go upstairs to shower, and I'm in the shower, and I immediately start feeling guilty. I get this feeling of, Sandra, you need to rush. Like, you can't take the long shower, right? Where you're also conditioning, or I should say, washing and conditioning your hair, you know, washing a week's worth of dry shampoo out of your hair, um, shaving, conditioning your hair, and then getting out. And like, I like to sit down and really like moisturize my whole body and be kind of like present and mindful about it instead of just like lathering on lotion super fast, you know? So I'm in the shower feeling like I have to rush. Just this, it's almost like my stomach tenses up like an anxiety feeling. And I'm like, oh shit, like I got to hurry up. Like my husband and, and son are downstairs playing without me and I should be present. And it's not ever my husband pressuring me, right? Like he is very fair. He's a very hands-on parent. He gets his time. I get my time. He is perfectly capable of parenting our son. We, like I said, we are very good at sharing the childcare duties. Um, He is not like that absent dad that, you know, when I'm doing something for an hour, he doesn't know what to feed them or where his stuff is, right? Like it's not like that. So, and, and mind you, that morning, just as an example, my husband and I try to take turns with who gets to quote unquote sleep in. And I put, I put that in quotes because sleeping in is not sleeping till eight or nine, right? It's like sleeping until seven, seven fifteen, rather than getting up with our son at six or six thirty. So that was his morning to sleep until like 7.15, 7.20. And so I've already been up with my son for an hour, okay? I made his breakfast. I did everything. And I go to do a 30-minute workout and take a 10-minute shower and I feel guilty. I feel like I'm doing something wrong and like I need to rush and hurry up to be... And it's not like... Because you could be like, well, is it just that you're like missing them and you want to be with them? But no, like I do enjoy also doing something for me, you know, like we're going to have the entire day. It's like 830. We have all day Saturday and Sunday to be together, right? So I literally go downstairs and I look at my husband and I was like, oh my God, I fucking did it again. Like I'm upstairs feeling this pressure to rush and hurry up, but you're going to be at basketball for three hours tomorrow and you don't give two shits. And don't feel any guilt. Sorry for all of my colorful language. I do like to sprinkle that in here and there for emphasis. (laughs) Anyways, um, he was like looking at me like, yeah, that's a you problem. (laughs) Like, I am not pressuring you. I am not putting this on you. This is entirely a you problem that you need to figure out. (laughs) I was like, yes, I know. I'm aware. Right? Like this would happen to me. When I'd be grocery shopping on a Saturday or a Sunday, it's like I'm doing something for my family, but I feel like I have to rush 
It's not like I'm out like leisurely strolling the mall shopping, like I'm grocery shopping and I feel this sense of urgency to get back home. Like it makes no sense, especially when you have a partner that is so hands-on and knows what the heck they're doing, right? Um, Another example from recently, my husband and son are watching TV together on the couch. They're snuggled up, they put on a movie I'm on the other couch and I was on my phone, you know, in my mind, I was like, okay, like they're occupied doing something. I'm going to just sit here and take a minute to chill, lay down on the couch and just scroll my, on my phone. And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden, like 10 minutes in, I feel all this guilt again. And it is so irrational, okay? Like I'm sitting there and I'm even telling myself in my, in my mind, like narrating to myself, Sandra, they're over there watching a screen. You're over here watching a screen. You don't have to feel guilty for not watching the same screen as them. (laughs) Like they don't care, right? And I, I don't know. I was sitting on the other couch and just felt like I have to be watching the same screen as them or else I'm like not a good mom because I'm sitting here like I don't care. I don't know. So, so clearly, like whatever is causing you mom guilt, there's something deeper to it, right? Like I'm not a psychologist here. I, you know, I don't have <laughs> a professional medical degree, but I do like to psychoanalyze myself after having had years of therapy and having had wanted to major in psychology, but my parents unfortunately talked me out of it. So anyways, obviously there's more under the surface, right? Like I personally, I had a single working mom and she did not have the time to pay a lot of attention to me and so as a parent myself and breaking certain cycles and and ways of doing things and different types of parenting it's very important for me to be incredibly present with my son like I try to be so absolutely present with him in the mornings and evenings before and after school and on the weekends like I try not to be on my phone in front of him, which is hard, right? Because everything is on our phone now. Like I'm checking emails. I'm like, we pay our bills on our phone. And it's so crazy because it's like you get on it for one quick second and then you're like immersed in all these different things. Or I think about it from their point of view where like maybe they don't realize that, oh, mommy has to check this important work email or quickly go online and pay this bill or whatever they don't know what we're doing they just see us on our phones which signals to them like hey I'm not as important as whatever mommy's doing on her phone right like that's probably what our kids are thinking so there is this level of guilt because I truly as a part of what I'm changing as a parent myself is being so incredibly present and mindful with my son. I realize time is fleeting and I have very little time with him, especially while he's this little and just wants me all the time, which can be stressful, right? But 
I just remind myself, I always try to switch the, my perspective and, and how I look at things. And I'm like, while it is hard to not have a lot of downtime, like it is so important to me to be mindful and present with him while he's this little, because in a few years, life is going to be busy. He's going to be in sports and in like real school, not in daycare where I can't just pick him up early if I miss him and want to hang out with him, you know? Um, and he won't want to do every little thing with me. So I feel this pressure too of like time is fleeting and I need to be fully present. So I do think that there's a lot under the surface to mom guilt that we really need to look at. So like throughout your day today, if something is causing you some degree of these guilt or shame feelings about what you're doing as a mom really try and like sit with that for a minute or or do it later after your child is in bed you know maybe just jot down your feelings and try and really kind of analyze them like okay like which ones are completely irrational okay and what is causing certain ones and is there something that I can slightly tweak and change to not feel this guilt. So it's really about, you know, let's start trying to get to the bottom of our guilt. What's causing it? Is it rational? Can you shift something and do something slightly different to change your feelings on that particular thing or scenario causing the guilt? So if we look at my scenario of you know, my husband and son are watching a movie and I'm not, I'm actually in the same room as them. So I am there, but I'm not mentally present because I'm either reading a book on my phone or just looking at my phone or doing something else. Is that irrational? Yes, it probably is somewhat irrational to feel guilt for that. So what can I, what can I shift? And in that instance, Either it's A, okay, I'm going to put my phone down and watch the same thing as them. Or B, it's getting to the bottom of it and saying, like, you know what? My big fear is that I don't pay enough attention to my child and he feels how I felt when I was a kid. But then taking a step back and telling myself or telling yourself, you know what? This is an hour out of his childhood, he is currently engaging with his dad. It's perfectly okay that I'm doing my own thing right now. This is not going to traumatize him. He isn't even going to realize I'm not paying attention to him because he is engulfed and immersed in this movie on the screen. So it really is just taking a quick step back, taking a deep breath and analyzing very quickly what your feelings are and how to either take them away by doing something differently, right? Which is, you know, putting down my phone and being present. Or B, realizing like, okay, this is just a feeling, right? I am not my thoughts. I am in charge of how I feel. And in this moment, I choose to feel positive about my role as a mother. I don't need to feel this guilt. This is an emotion that's cropped up for me. I've recognized it and you know what? I'm going to I'm going to push it away. Right? 
So that's kind of an affirmation you can tell yourself, like, I am a good mom. These feelings are just feelings. I am not my thoughts. I am in charge of how I feel. I choose to feel positive about my role as a mother. There you go. That's all we need to do. (laughs) No, I realize it's a lot more complex than that. And there are, oh my gosh, there are so many scenarios. And I want to get into some more examples of other things that have caused guilt for me. And then very common things that cause guilt for moms collectively. So I would say one of the very first times a mom might feel guilt is in relation to her breastfeeding journey. That is something I would say is not irrational because society has such a stigma and opinion about it and how breastfeeding is the most important thing but truly fed is best okay so if you are sitting here as a new mom in the in the stage of breastfeeding it's hard there are so many opinions and judgments out there and you have to just remember None of that matters. Push all of that aside and and remind yourself that you are in charge here. This is your baby. This is your body. How you nourish your child is completely up to you. So for a lot of women, the guilt can stem from either you're unable to breastfeed for whatever reason. Maybe it's it's supply related. Maybe it's, you know, certain, I don't know. I quit after three weeks because I just couldn't mentally do it. So I don't even know what all the reasons are, to be honest with you. I'm not even going to sit here and pretend to know all of the reasons. I personally quit at three weeks because I was experiencing something called DEMER. You can look that up. I've talked about it in another episode. It's dysphoric milk ejection reflex. And it it makes you have these really negative, these really intense negative emotions as your milk lets down. It only lasts like a minute or two. But when you do that eight or nine times a day, like holy shit, I felt awful. It was wearing on me and I had to quit. Like I literally quit cold turkey because I could not feel that way again on top of my already really bad postpartum depression and anxiety. So I quit cold turkey and I don't even really remember feeling guilty about it. Uh, Maybe I felt like a little bit selfish, but I knew that to be a good mom to my son, I needed to eliminate that piece of the equation because while I know that breast milk is so great for, you know, babies, I really felt like having a mom that was mentally in a better space was more important to him when there are amazing things like formula (laughs) that you can feed your child and they are perfectly fine on formula like this is this is not me saying you should breastfeed or you should formula feed like I'm saying you do whatever is best for you and your baby and some of us, like I said, if if it's a supply thing, like some of us don't have that choice. And I know so many moms have said, you know, 
this is the most instinctive or instinctual thing that a mother should be able to do. And if I'm unable to feed my child breast milk, then I'm already immediately failing as a mother. And that is just not true. That is absolutely not true. Our bodies are all different. There are things that I can do that you might not be able to do well and and vice versa. You know, we are all so unique and different and so are our babies and our experiences are all so unique and different and it's it's honoring the differences rather than comparing ourselves to someone else's highlight reel or how they're doing certain things because they might be doing that how you'd want to do it and are unable to but then that other thing they might be envying you for for how you're handling it or or going about it right so oh my gosh comparison leads to so much guilt and it's something we absolutely have to stop doing but so I would say breastfeeding is that very first thing that causes mom guilt especially when you know you come to the realization that you're ready to end the journey of breastfeeding There's so much guilt associated with that, so many what-if questions, and it's just really important for you to know that there's nothing wrong with ending that journey, with giving your baby formula, you know, it's so important that you just follow your intuition and you find the best solution and the best way of doing things for you and your baby. I would say one of the next things that causes mom guilt is being a working mom or even not being a, a working mom, right? There, it can be guilt associated with choosing to stay home and, and become a stay-at-home mom, right? Like maybe not guilt towards your your baby, but, you know, towards your partner and and your finances and and how much you're contributing but it's important to remember that raising little kids and doing it well is one of the biggest and most important jobs that we can ever take on right like don't feel guilty about that that is it's so important it's such amazing work and then if you're a working mom you know there's there's two types of mom guilt when it comes to being a working mom or like going to return to work from maternity leave it's either a I feel guilty to leave my child in the hands of another caregiver because you want to fill your role as a mother and care for your child and if you're listening and you're in the U.S. unfortunately our system is just so fucked where we get very limited time with our baby And if financially you need to return to work, like it is out of your hands. And then on top of it, we feel guilty about it. And that is just, it's just so unfair. (laughs) Like we deserve so much more time with our babies, but you know, that's a whole nother topic and issue. But so you might feel guilty about returning to work, not being with your baby, missing all these milestones. Or you're looking forward to going back to work, which can also happen. I've heard that from many women that they feel guilty because they're excited to get back into the workforce and out of the house. 
And what I say to those women, and if you're one of them, is that you are allowed to have things outside of motherhood that make you feel whole. We don't become mothers and that is just everything that our life has to revolve around, right? Like, of course, our entire life revolves around our children, of course. But we are allowed to have other things that also bring us joy and fulfillment that are not just our children. And we are allowed to have those careers, hobbies, friends, activities that bring us that joy without feeling guilty about them, without feeling guilty going to go do a workout and take a long shower, right? Without feeling guilty every morning you drop your child off at daycare. We are allowed to have a life outside of motherhood and it's just so important to remember that. And then that's where you can again do what we said and take that step back and also realize, you know what? Daycare is also good for my child, right? Like he is learning to socialize. He is learning so much more at school than he was at home with me or, or learning different things, right? Um, so it's, it's, again, just kind of taking that step back and, and analyzing the whole situation. Next on my list is feeling bored while parenting. I personally love to play with my son. I love pretend play. I love the stages we've been in and and the toys we're playing with and the activities we're doing. But my husband, for example, doesn't love it the way that I love it. Like he would rather be like playing sports with him and things like that, right? That aren't pretend play. And I've heard that from so many parents that they just don't enjoy playing with their small children. And that doesn't make you a bad parent. Like not everyone is able to get down on the ground with their kids and like really, really fully engage and interact and play. And that's okay, right? Like it's okay. And it, it causes guilt. Like, I should be loving this. I should love sitting here playing with my child. And so if you don't, you just kind of feel like a shitty parent, right? Like, I should love this. Why don't I love this? And just in general, like, sometimes parenting can be boring. Sometimes it can feel like Groundhog Day You know, it's perfectly normal to be craving adult conversations, especially like if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're with your kid or your baby all day long, right? Like you might be craving something more stimulating than your child. And granted, us moms are constantly overstimulated, but a different type of stimulation. You know, it's normal to miss your pre-baby life. That is another thing that causes so much guilt for us parents is like when we have those moments where we're like, oh, things were just easier before we had a baby. Like I would never want to go back to that life. But when you have those moments where you're like, oh, I do just miss my old life sometimes and being able to be spontaneous and 
just constantly doing the things that I enjoy and having life just revolve around my needs, you know? Just having those thoughts can make you feel guilt. But we are human. (laughs) We are allowed to miss different periods of time in our life, different facets of of who we were and and who we hung out with and what we did, you know? It's it's okay. Like this is normal. This is completely normal. I had other thoughts when I was early postpartum that would give me so much guilt. Like when I was a new mom and I was deep in the trenches of postpartum, like deep very, very depressed. There were times where I would pick my son up out of the crib. He's screaming. I feel so down, so depressed. And in my mind, I was like, what have I done? Why did I think that I was cut out to be a mom? Like, I'm not meant to be a mom. Like, and having, again, this is like, I'm like two, three, four weeks postpartum, had these thoughts pop into my head of like, what have I done? Almost like a, I wish I could go back and undo this. Like you love your child, but just these feelings of like, oh my gosh, did I make a mistake becoming a mom, becoming a parent? And then I had these thoughts in my head and gosh, please tell me I'm not the only one that's had this thought, right? It's kind of an intrusive thought, I would say. And then it is literally followed up by, oh my gosh, I am a horrible mom for even thinking that, for even thinking about wishing I could go back to to life nine months ago and and changing my mind about having unprotected sex, (laughs) you know? It just, it will flood you with guilt. Um you know, screen time is a big one. So many parents feel guilty about screen time. And honestly, I read this book and I wish I could remember exactly what she said. I need to find it. But in a nutshell, it was like, you know what? Sometimes screen time is a saving grace for parents. Sometimes we just need 20 minutes to like regain our composure, 20 minutes to like go to the bathroom in peace right? Or quickly whip up lunch for ourselves because we haven't eaten all day. Whatever it is, sometimes it's just I put it on and I just need to lay on the couch next to him and mindlessly look at my phone for a minute because I feel burnt out that day from parenting or whatever. Like, yes, like if you put your children in front of the TV for eight hours a day, maybe then like your guilt is warranted, right? And then that's where I was saying, take a step back, what can you shift, right? So maybe it's let's do a little bit less screen time and then that eliminates your guilt. Do you see what I'm saying? So if you can just make small tweaks, then maybe when you're laying in bed at the end of the day and you're ruminating over your day and and all the things you did wrong, you can really think about what tiny changes you can make that can maybe lighten that load of guilt. Another thing I often hear is that asking for help makes you feel guilty. And, oh, that one, 
I can't resonate with because I am just someone where if I need help, I'm going to ask for it. I don't enjoy feeling overwhelmed. (laughs) I just don't. I am not a people pleaser. Like I go after what I want. I ask for what I want. My favorite motto in life, and this has worked for me throughout my career, throughout everything, is if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Like, I ask for what I want. And and then when you do, you often get it. <laughs> so there are more people than you probably even realize that are surrounding you willing to help. We all feel like we don't have this village the way that parents used to have. And I completely agree with that. But we also have to ask for help. So many of us don't ask for help because we don't want to like imposition someone else or cut into their day or their life, you know. But if you have grandparents around you, I guarantee you that they're willing to help if you just ask. If you need more help from your partner, you have to ask. Our partners are not mind readers. If you feel overwhelmed and you don't say something and then it builds up and builds up and it you are like exploding with burnout and with resent towards them, that's not fair if you did not ask for help. So don't ever feel guilty asking for help. You don't have to cope by yourself. You know, you don't have to do this alone. There is no shame in seeking support if you need it. Whether that's just needing extra hands with the baby, asking if, you know, your your mother-in-law or your own mom can watch the baby for a few hours for you to do something for yourself, or if it's needing to ask for help for your mental health. None of that makes you weak. And none of that should make you feel any guilt or shame. So another one would be not spending enough time with your children. And we already kind of talked about this one. And it's just like, define what enough is for you. How much time do you feel like you need to be spending with your children? See if there are things you can tweak to spend more time with them and be really present and, and, you know, try to mitigate some of that guilt. So if you decide you need a spa day on Saturday instead of being with your kids all day, rather than feeling guilty for having some alone time, try and reframe that, like I said, into self-care can make you be the best version of you for your children. If you just feel like you cannot get enough time with your children because you're a working parent, for example, or you travel a lot or whatever it may be, where you're like, Sandra, thanks for the advice, but this advice doesn't apply to me because I'm gone eight, nine hours a day and I see my kid for an hour before I tuck him into bed. I can't. I hear you. I'm a working mom. With working from home, I do have a little bit more flexibility where I feel like I can see my child a little bit more throughout the day. But if it's something like that, then, and it's really, really, really weighing on you, then 
you know, talk with your partner, talk with the therapist and try to figure out a way to navigate those emotions, right? Like if you have to work and you can't see your child as much as you want to, how can you kind of navigate those emotions to realize like this is something that you have to do and and try and push aside those feelings of guilt or like you're not doing enough as a mother like think about all the things that you do do for your child when you are with them and in those precious hours you have with them, just try to be as present as possible, which again is easier said than done when you've worked eight, nine hours and you're exhausted. Your patience is probably wearing thin by the end of the day and all you're probably looking forward to is tucking your little one into bed so you can have those two hours that belong just to you. And so we rush bedtime I mean, not every night, but there are nights, right, where we just, or days where we count down to bedtime because it's been a long day. And we tuck them in and we lay in bed later, a couple hours later, and we look at photos of them and we feel guilty. We suddenly miss them and we feel so bad that we were counting down to bedtime and like couldn't wait until we had our, our two or three hours of alone time. But we need that alone time, right? So it's just trying to figure out how to push that guilt aside. You know, realizing that you are entitled to this alone time. If, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you've been momming all day, you're exhausted. You probably gave it all you had all day and you're tired and you are allowed to be tired. You are allowed to crave a break or time away. It doesn't make you a bad mom. It just doesn't. We all count down to nap time or bedtime. <laughs> like it's all of these examples and scenarios. You are not alone. We all feel this way to some degree every week, every day. Like this is just so incredibly normal and common. And with all of the many things that we juggle you know, you might have moments where you don't like how you handled a situation, how you parented your child that day, how perhaps you you lost your temper or weren't patient enough. And, you know, like parenting is hard. It is It is just like having a full-time job and not like the difference is you never get PTO, you, you know, unless you actually send your kid to your in-laws the way that my husband and I do every so many weekends to have a night to ourselves like you don't get a break it is 24 7 and if you work on top of it like gosh it's a lot so what I like to say is that if you do like lose your temper or you do something that you're not proud of like a, a parenting moment you're not proud of again take a step back, sit in that and think about how you want to do it differently next time. Where can you just pause, take a deep breath, regulate your emotions and approach it differently next time? You can always repair and start over tomorrow, right? I mean, if you're parenting a certain way right now that you're not proud of, you can literally tomorrow wake up 
and stop yelling at your kids. Stop spanking if that's something you do, you know. You can always reset and start again, you know. Like we all make mistakes. It is, we are human. Motherhood is messy. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to do things we're not proud of. We're going to do things that might make our kids cry. We're not perfect. And you cannot beat yourself up about it. You know, take them as learning experiences. Figure out what works and what doesn't. And if something is causing you guilt, really analyze that, right? Like see why you're feeling guilty and how can you maybe change it? What can you do differently next time? So how does all of this guilt show up for us? It can make you feel like you have low self-worth like like you are a bad mom and it's just really negatively affecting your worth and and your self-acceptance and it's about showing compassion for yourself right again going back to we are only human we are new at this You know, motherhood, parenthood, it's completely new and it is such a learning experience and and trial and error and every day is different and unique and constantly our children are changing and developing and you think you have it all figured out and then bam, right? You wake up the next day and they're onto this whole new developmental stage and everything is suddenly different. Suddenly you have no idea what you're doing anymore. You don't feel confident And that can just spiral. So it's just truly remembering to have compassion for yourself and your children. You are both learning. You both have emotions. And it's just remembering to navigate that together and be kind and patient with yourself. Um, It can make you feel, mom guilt can make you feel depressed or anxious. Um you know, you might, you might fall to negative coping strategies, like maybe you're self-indulging too much, like excessively in like food or alcohol, your phone or shopping, right? Like we all get on (laughs) Amazon or Target.com. And I know so many times, like for me, when I'm feeling down, uh, retail therapy or online retail therapy, makes me feel so much better but it's very impulsive and it's you know maybe not the most positive coping strategy um you know some moms just really try to do it all and be super mom and we can't there are things we can't get to every day right like you might not always cook a healthy meal or a homemade meal you might pull out chicken nuggets out of the freezer some nights and you can't beat yourself up for it, right? If you had a long day at work and you don't have the energy or the mental space to cook, it's okay. Like your child will be okay. It's about finding a balance. Uh, there's just so much. <laughs> you guys, there is so much to mom guilt. There are layers upon layers upon layers and oh my god, it can just make you spiral. So take a deep breath, okay? Identify the source, maybe start journaling, 
talk to other mom friends, talk to your partner. You know, like I said, like I will tell my husband what is causing me guilt and he's like, you're weird. That doesn't cause me guilt. That's a you problem. (laughs) And he doesn't say I'm weird, but you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I know. I know it's a me problem. And like, why are women wired like this? Why do we feel like we have to do it all and we have to do it all as perfectly as possible or we are failing? Like, as moms, as women, we have to stop using that F word, failure. We are not failing. We are not failing. We are not. Motherhood is effing hard, okay? It is so freaking hard and we're all learning and we're all navigating it all just the best to our abilities, okay? Yes, it's important to show up. We have to truly show up. We can't just sit here and say, oh, motherhood is hard, you know, so I'm just going to half-ass show up for my kid, you know? No, like you have to show up. But when you have moments where you're not super proud of how you showed up, Give yourself compassion, okay? We must show ourselves compassion because it also teaches our kids how to positively talk to themselves, right? So in this article I read, it said that Breen Brown said that there is a difference between guilt and shame and that in fact, one leads to the other, Feelings of mom guilt focus on your behavior. So for example, I don't spend enough time with my child. Okay, that's what's causing your guilt. So that focus then leads to the shame. The, I'm a terrible mom. I'm not a good mom. My child deserves more than me. And then those undressed, no, sorry, under unaddressed why can't I talk I'm like literally reading this off of a page and I can't say the word if left unaddressed these feelings can impact your mental fitness so that is what she said um and so again it's just taking that step back not being so harsh on yourself and focusing on the positive so I like to tell moms rather than focusing on the one thing you did today that you thought was negative or caused mom guilt for you like I said analyze the situation see if there's something you can tweak otherwise take a step back and focus on the positives what are three things that you did great today as a mom what are your three mom wins for the day or or your one win or a half a win (laughs) you know focus on the positive things I bet you the positives you did that day outweigh the negatives. Prioritize self-care. Again, we cannot pour from an empty cup. If you don't ever take a moment for yourself, you are going to get impatient and frustrated and dysregulated. So take time for yourself and listen to your intuition. You are your child's mother and you know better than anyone what they need and what's best for them so if your kids are perfectly happy playing while you're reading a book you don't have to feel guilty for reading your book if your husband and son are watching a movie 
and they're happy watching a movie snuggled up on the couch together, you can lay on the couch with your, with your phone doing whatever you want to do or your book or whatever or be upstairs cleaning or taking a bath. Like it doesn't matter. Whatever it is. Like I will literally feel guilty if I'm in a different room than my son and I'm cleaning. And it's like, what is wrong with you, Sandra? <laughs> like, it's okay, you know? <sighs> so that is, that is what I have on mom guilt. <laughs> I have some other examples of mom guilt, just a few that I thought would be, you know, worth mentioning. So like your kid bumps their head, you feel guilty. Your kid is sick, you feel guilty. Why? Why do you feel guilty? You didn't make him sick, right? Like he was at daycare and put that toy that Sally had in her mouth, in his mouth, right? It's not your fault. He's sick and now you're here caring for him. Like why are we guilty? I can see how if you have to go to work and someone else is caring for your sick baby, how that can cause guilt. But it's not, it's, it's like guilt because we feel like we are the primary caregiver and we should be the one doing it. But we have to remember again, why are you a working mom? Why, like how does that contribute to your family in a positive way? And reminding yourself that someone else that loves your child is taking great care of them, right? It's like taking that step back. What else can cause us mom guilt? Um, let me think. Um, I think I think I pretty much said everything. Oh, the other one I would say is your child not meeting developmental milestones on time. And I'm sitting here saying on time with air quotes. That's another big one where, you know, again, and that also leads, that's the comparison component, right? Like you see how this mom, where her child is at developmentally with whatever milestone, you know, your child is currently behind on, again, air quotes behind. And again, it's taking a step back, okay? Your child is a unique individual, if I've learned anything about parenthood, it's that all children do things at their own time, at their own pace. My son did a lot of things ahead of the curve, and then some things where it took him a little bit longer than others. At the end, it all balances out. They all end up developing these skills, right? Whether it's sitting up, walking, talking, whatever it is you know, sleeping through the night, all these things have nothing to do with you directly, right? Like so many moms will say like, well, I just, I have so much guilt because my son isn't walking yet or talking yet. And it's just, you know, I've, I've said this before where again, take a step back. If it's about them not talking, are you doing the things that you can do to help foster speech, right? Like if you're a stay-at-home mom, are you talking to your child throughout the day? Because if you just completely never talk to your child, I would say like, okay, we can tweak that, right? There are things you can do to 
engage that helps them learn words and form sentences and and different things you can do with sound and music and you know whatnot but if you're doing all the things that you should be doing there's no reason to feel any guilt right so we have to ditch the guilt all of these things like breastfeeding you know being a working mom being a stay-at-home mom feeling guilty because your child is sick because you're counting down to bedtime, because you're bored playing with your kids, because, did I already say ending your breastfeeding journey, giving your kids too much screen time, having a moment to yourself, all these things we have to stop feeling guilty for right now, okay? I'm going to go back to saying this mantra, and then I'm going to close out the episode. These affirmations, okay? Write them down if you need to. I am a good mom. These feelings are just feelings. I am not my thoughts. I am in charge of how I feel. I choose to feel positive about my role as a mother. And I know what's best for my child. Let's start following and trusting our intuition, trusting ourselves, repeating to ourselves that we are good mothers rather than always saying, oh, I'm a bad mom or I'm failing. Like those two phrases we have to ditch. Next time you catch yourself saying, oh, I'm a bad mom, stop. Okay. Like we were at a brewery the other day and we were there for maybe two hours and my sister-in-law didn't change her baby's diaper the whole time, which is not a long time at all like I have gone you know three four hours five hours just depending right and she like they're about to leave she picks up her baby and she's like oh his diaper's full like oh like I'm a bad mom I didn't change your diaper I'm a bad mom and she didn't mean it like oh like I am truly a bad mom right like she didn't mean it like that it was just a phrase she threw out there and it and I literally stopped her and I was like you're not a bad mom. Don't even say that, right? Because that is that is the verbiage that we toss around and it's what we're hearing. You know, let's let's start telling each other that we're good moms. That's the best compliment I think you can give a mom is like, "Hey, you're a really good mom." Like, "Hey, motherhood looks good on you. You're doing a great job." Let's let's empower each other. You know, let's Let's show ourselves some compassion and use kind words and model that for our children. So mom guilt, mom guilt. We are going to make a pact to try to ditch the guilt. Are you in? Are you with me? Let's do it. I'm going to take a shower this weekend and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Okay, let's do this. Oh, this was a long episode, but I I needed to get all this out. I feel like this is just such a big topic and it needs to be talked about more. So thank you for sitting here with me, for listening to me talk for an hour. (laughs) I, I am just so grateful to have a virtual mom bestie like you that sits here with me and listens to the real mom life moments. If you are enjoying this podcast, it would truly mean the world to me if you could 
hit the plus subscribe button, scroll down, leave a quick rating. You just have to push the the five stars. And if you have the time to leave a quick blurb and a review, and of course, share this episode and this podcast, the show with your friends, it would mean so much to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And and doing this motherhood thing together with me every week. Thanks for tuning in. For more, follow along on Instagram at mybestmomfriend. I'll see you again next time.